0: The Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. Go to shadyrays.com. Use code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarised sunglasses. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Premier League Gambling Podcast. On the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne, up in the northeast coast of England. Today is Sunday, the 9th of uh, April. It is uh, Happy Jesus uh, Waking Up Day, etc. Um, and me and Baz are going to have a little look back at what felt like a really important weekend of Premier League action. I know that sounds a bit daft because they're all important, especially as we get towards the vinegar strokes. But this, this weekend just seemed quite a big one. There was a lot of stuff going on and a lot of quite funny stuff as well. Um, but we've got Champions League quarterfinals on Tuesday, Wednesday. We'll have a look at Manchester United's game in the Europa League on Thursday. And we're going to have a look at the huge National League game uh, tomorrow as well. So we're, we're going to do that early doors as well so you can get any bets on uh, if you get this show before that. And uh, helping me with all of that is the aforementioned Mr Barry Penaluna
1: it? Hi, not bad, not bad. Uh, A little bit tired. I had the journey back. I'm back in Nottingham now. Uh, Having been back up in Newcastle for the last week, uh, I was supposed to be coming home Friday, then pushed it back to Saturday, and then I was knackered, couldn't be bothered to drive yesterday, so I ended up heading back this afternoon. Uh, So, yeah, struggling a little bit. Looking forward to a couple of days of rest before back to work, but uh, yeah, ready to get stuck into this. It's been a good um, I How's your
0: um, was your brother and the babies, Baz? Let's we get the baby news out of the way. I love a good baby, mate. I'm a, I'm a sucker for a good baby, so you tell me about the baby.
1: Yeah, that reminds me, I didn't send you any photos of the babies for you to show the missus, did I? No, um, you didn't, mate. She's yeah, so clamoring my, for my,
0: those.
1: <laughs> my brother Jamie, uh, and his his good wife Sabrina both uh, had uh, twins last week on Wednesday I want to say no Tuesday uh, which is why I've been back up in Newcastle spending some time with a family and seeing the new little ones uh, Madison and Hallie yeah all good had lots of uh, lots of cuddles and all that this week they seem to be on their best behaviour every time I'm there they just sleep apparently it's not the same on a night time but that's not my problem is it so that's not your problem Buzz you're over that I went to uh, I went to
0: my friend's fortieth on Friday, and it was just really weird. They the sort of did it started early, so people could bring their families, and you are just seeing everyone at the different stages of the like the journey with the kids. So I'm all right. I'm at the top end now. My kids have got no need for me whatsoever. Like, <laughs> but then you've got the ones who are sorted of seven, eight, nine, that kind of age. Then you've got the toddler. So you, you see the day, you know that area of your life where you're just walking slowly behind them, round in a fucking room for non-stop hunched over with two just walking behind them as they walk into tables and chairs and shit like that and a lot of people at that stage and then a lot of actual babies um, and it's just funny watching all the mates just thinking I'm oh, pleased I'm not involved in any of that like, because it's great to have a bit uh, a bit of shenanigans with the kids but then hand them back like um, but that was nice to see all my uh, all my friends. Just weird how everything's changed. It's the Easter weekend bars, which normally would have involved like four solid days, one in town, one up Jesmond, getting lashed up. Uh, you'd have had beer coming out of your ear holes. Like, but um, it wasn't like that at all. It was all very civilised, um, eating buffet and doing Easter egg hunts. Did you uh, Did you do the Easter egg hunt this morning?
1: Uh, We've done that for my little niece and nephew. Ah, um, yeah, ours are getting a bit big. Not well, actually, they're not so, too big. That now we have got home, they're like, "Are we going to do an Easter egg hunt?" <laughs> like, a bit big for that now. They went no, so they're expecting that tomorrow because we've only just got home. Uh, so yeah, my my kids are expecting to. Well, they just want more chocolate, don't they? It's not about the. Honey.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. They, they, they can it. suddenly be children when they want to be. Yeah, uh, we did ours, but. We did, I was at like 3 p.m. when Betty got out of bed. Do you know, there's none of this getting up at half past six in the morning. Uh, Like Bob was itching. Bob was up at half eight this morning. He um, he was itching to find his Easter eggs. But he couldn't do it until the teenager gets out of bed, which was about 10 to three. It was like half time in the first game of the day when he decided to get up. So they were hunting for eggs at 4 p.m. But that made me laugh. So yeah, uh, mad old weekend really in the Premier League. Um, we'll recap our games I think I went 4 for 10 finished roundabout SP Baz went 6 for 10 finished well ahead Barry because again all the exotic stuff as well but we had VAR fiascos we've had uh, Linus dropping the elbow on players um, and all sorts of stuff so we'll uh, we'll run through our Premier League games and we'll get stuck into these uh, Champions League quarterfinals etc I'll tell you about our headline sponsor first Shady Ray's um, our friends at Shady Ways have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarised shades, customizable snow goggles and much more. Moonaf got a pair for him and Mrs. Moonaf last week and they look very swanky indeed. Uh, Shady Ways is an independent sunglasses company, world class product, durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures and um, And the protection, you get lost and broken replacements. Uh, They'll just send you them immediately, no questions asked. So you can wear your Shady Rays with confidence. You can look good and feel good. And they've also donated over 20 million meals to fight hunger with Feed in America. If you don't love them, exchange for a new pair or return them free within 30 days. So exclusive to our listeners, uh, Shady Race has given out their best deal of the new year so far. Go to ShadyRace.com. Use the promo code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself. The shade's rated five stars by over 200,000 people. Okay, so the shenanigans started early yesterday. In fact, this was probably the most shenanigan-free game of the weekend. Manchester United 2-Everton Um I cashed here on an under two and a half goals. I was quite happy with this. It was a good start. Um, it was a fairly standard win. It was the classic standard win, actually. Um, The better team beats the worst team by 2-0. That's just how it's meant to work. Um, Manchester United played quite well. Um, They made chance after chance after chance. Rashford Nanty missed chance after chance after chance, which made me giggle. Um, And then Everton just never, ever looked like they were going to score. Ellis Sims got one chance, cut the neck off it. Um, And if he's going to be their great hope of stopping up. You do fear for them. But this wasn't a home game against a shit team where they're going to win 1-0 with a set piece. Uh, This was an away game where they just didn't bother trying very hard, really. And Man United did cuff them. In fact, I think they had a record number of shots in the first half, 21 shots, uh, which was a record for all Premier League teams in the first half. So, yeah... um, Bas, you have got a bit cute and took Everton minus one. That's
1: probably, yeah. Uh, I felt like I talked you into that with my constant battering of Man United. Yeah, I just, I, I, it was a struggle to pick anything from the game, to be fair. Uh, I felt, felt Everton would keep it tight, and it, it never really looked like it was going to be the case. So it wasn't the best start of the weekend, but it definitely got better for me from there. So I was okay with it. finish your sentence while
0: I'm in the middle of swigging me tea there, Baz. I mean, you can, if you've got the camera on, you can see what's going on. I don't watch
1: you, you while I'm, you know, doing my Well, thing. you should. don't have, have you covered over with my notes, to be honest.
0: Well, that's where you're going wrong, innit? Villa uh, 2, Nottingham Forest, Neil, this was beautiful. Um, this was the one you wanted, really, with the the ninety fourth minute goal from Ollie Watkins cashed all kinds of bets. Um, I was frustrated uh, before this. Uh, I took Aston Villa on the handicap minus one and a half was a price of five to three, so that was nice. Um, and like I say, I took um, Ollie Watkins to score at any time, which he did in the ninety fourth minute. Your bet bars was Villa and over one and a half goals, <laughs> and you also took Ollie Watkins. That was the exact same. Uh, scenario you found yourself in. Um, main takeaway of this was uh, Villa up to six though they've snuck up there. So yeah, fair play to Villa. And you and know, I am we put Forest look cooked. And after the game here, yeah, the Forest fans were arguing between themselves. Uh, Brennan Johnson, who's been their best player, was getting pelters off the fans. Um, if you went online afterwards, you would have seen particularly John Joe Shelby because he gave away. Or did yeah. he? I think he did actually. I'd say so. Um, You could have blamed the big defender, Nia Cartier, but it was Shelby's fault for me. Uh, Shelby was getting panned as well. And I just think Forest, in a few years' time, people will look back on this Forest season. as one of the weirdest seasons in living memory because they signed 31 players pre-season. Then in the winter, signed another shitload more players. But then I was talking to, like, you know, Nibs, my mate Nibs, Nottingham Forest fan. And I just said, well, there's no way John Joe Shelby... I like John Joe. He's done really well here. It was cute when he came back up after we sold him and he come on the pitch and waved and everything. But someone's looked and thought, right, who's going to run around, grab everyone by the scuff of the neck and drag us out of this relegation fight? John Joe Shelby. Well, he's not. He's going to amble about at three-quarter pace. Well, one-quarter pace, in fact, because he's only got one sitting and it's dead slow. Um and some days he'll have a great game and ping an 80-yarder, and he did try his bollocks off for of us, but he's just he's never going to do what they wanted him to do. In The Chris Wood signing, although he's been injured. Um, so yeah, Rod, weird, weird, weird behaviour from Nottingham Forest, but uh, Villa cashed this late, Buzz, and it was all shits and giggles after that.
1: Yeah, as you say, it hit everything for us Both our, our players on this game came in on that late goal And also both hitting our uh, scorer bet as well So aye, you'll take it uh, We expected it to be a bit easier than it was, didn't we, that one?
0: Yeah, definitely um, Brentford won Newcastle too um, I took Newcastle on the money line, 11-10 to 10, Plus 110 was a nice bet Bars, you took Newcastle team total um, Over 1.5, so cash that as well this was a busy game, there was lots going on, and Newcastle were really poor in the first half. Brentford played well, I got a pen, missed it, got an awful pen, scored it. Um, and at half time, I just didn't fancy Newcastle, and then credit Eddie Howe. This is where the manager earns his money. Made some changes, changed the system a little bit, and within 12 minutes, boss, we dominated the game. We were 2 1 up. Should have been, um, 3 1. And Brentford never really did the lumped a few long balls into the box in the last 10 minutes, never really looked like equalizing. Uh, in Newcastle,
1: March on with five wins in a row, but yeah, definitely a tailor two half, was not it? I mean, the penalty missed, I thought was a yeah, I mean, nobody expected as soon as Ivan Tony steps up to take a penalty, you think he's going to score because he just never misses it's the first one he has missed. Um. Baz, i am going to stop you there. I don't ever think he's going to score. I think it's absolute bollocks. He's got no idea
0: what he's doing, right? That is not what he's doing. It's not a technique. And if he's gone in, it's because he's called heads or tails correctly, however many times he's done it, right? Run up and kick the fucking ball as hard as you can. It's absolute shite. And it that was a demonstration of the shite because Nick Pope's just lying down waiting for it. And on another day, he could now miss seven in a row. No problem, so don't give me that. Crack on.
1: <laughs> the, the second one that was given just before half-time was a shambles. It should never have been went for. Uh It wasn't a clear and obvious error. I'm still not sure it was, was an error at all. Um, bollocks that was. But um, we couldn't really have any complaints going in one down at half-time because Brentford thoroughly deserved it. But complete turnaround in the second half from Newcastle. And once we got ahead, we never really looked like, like letting it slip, really. Uh, unfortunately not to get the third Another one ruled out Due to another VAR intervention Where it probably could have been ignored And would have been ignored in other games But uh, yeah good good win I mean Newcastle uh, away wins um, There at West Ham and Brentford I know Brentford have got a really good home record I think that was the first home defeat in September uh, For Brentford So really really uh, good win and, and hitting form at the right time And scoring goals now at the right time um lots to be positive about going into uh you know, a few few tough games coming up, uh Villa, Spurs, Arsenal all next. So yeah, it's all all to play for but hitting hitting our stride at the right time.
0: I was just about to say we've got a few uh, ghost watchers in the uh watching on YouTube and no one had said hello yet. So if you are if if you are lurking about, get the comments say hello. Just as I said that serial's popped up. Um so good evening to you. Happy Easter. Et cetera. Uh, Fulham nil, West Ham won. This was a game that Fulham, uh, West Ham couldn't win. I think, Baz, you you sent me a little message laughing at that. I think I've got a 100% record on seeing things that can't possibly happen, happened, yep. maybe three yep. from three. There was a draw earlier in the Champions League that couldn't
1: happen. Um, you told yeah. me last week that Palace couldn't beat Leicester, was it? Um and then this week you told me West Ham couldn't win and I went against the, uh, uh, yeah. West Ham. However, um, Baz, I'm caveating that because the goal was a hard ball, so it doesn't count. Uh, according to my bank balance, it does. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Baz took West Ham. That was a good win, that. Um, Even though I, I don't think anyone covered themselves in glory. A bit of a, probably the most nothing game of the weekend apart from if you're a West Ham fan because that was three big points Um, due to... Uh, the position you're in and what was going on around you, not uh, least of all uh, the next game, Leicester 0, Bournemouth 1. We both took both teams to score, yeah. I feel like we had kept this all right, Baz, because neither of us wanted to rule out Bournemouth. We were both quite keen on Bournemouth, um, saying how well they've been playing, but actually just didn't see them keeping a clean sheet and didn't see Leicester not scoring because Leicester have been good for a goal, even though they keep getting beat. So... um, We've often said about the the three things you need to do having a bet is A handicap the game correctly and then B pick the right bet. Um so we did A and we didn't quite do B. So um Leicester in the shit now. Big win for Bournemouth and uh and uh, the just the, for the first time in ages, there was a little a little gap uh, this weekend emerged between sort of the bottom five and the few above, where it's been like a bottom nine, hasn't it, for, for weeks?
1: Yeah, I think Bournemouth, I said a few weeks ago, I think Bournemouth are ticking along nicely now, getting the results, you know, every other week, picking up something. Um, And, yeah, they've given themselves a little bit of a cushion. It's only three points, so you lose the next two games, suddenly you'll be right back in it. Um, But they've got Spurs next. Anyone can beat them. Uh, West Ham, Southampton, Leeds, the three after that. Bournemouth, I think, will keep chipping away picking up the points where they need them and I reckon they'll, they'll make a good fight of it I think it'll go out the wire of both but that was a really big win for them yesterday
0: yep yeah. uh, next game was probably had the most talking points of the weekend Tottenham 2 Brighton 1 I put Brighton up was my underdog um, I'm not counting this one either Baz um, they were absolutely robbed completely and utterly chinned um, you put a tweet out about it um, which got quite a lot of traction there's quite a lot of Brighton fans uh, chirped up in there. So any new Brighton fans this evening, um, hello to you. And yeah, you were absolutely robbed. I mean, it's a, it was a complete fiasco. There was at least four decisions, probably two or three 50-50s, and then one absolute shocker. Um, at crucial Games, a lot of them happened when the score was 1-1. And the particular, the, the penalty incident was the main one. That was when the score was 1-1. Completely nutty changes the game. Um, and that's a huge impact on the uh, on the league table as well. Do you know what I mean? That's it's such massive. a big call to have. I mean, it's a six-point swing, like, absolute gigantic six-point swing, and it was absolutely fucking horrible. Like, And I felt for them, uh, and it made it worse, for, even for us personally, because we ate, uh Well, we don't it. Well, we did. We hate everyone. Um, but Tottenham are a team that are pretty close. To us. So Tottenham go from 50 to 53 and Brighton stop on 46, so it's a, they're out seven points apart, where with competent officiating, they'd be one point apart. I mean, you can't put a price on that, buzz. It's absolutely unholy what's happened. It's just terrific.
1: It was ridiculous. I mean, it was funny. The weekend started on the theme of referees, with Man United fans all over, kicking off yeah. Michael Oliver refereeing Michael Oliver, a Newcastle fan, doesn't referee Newcastle games. My Newcastle fans were furious that Michael Oliver had been given their game, and I thought it was a ridiculous argument to suggest he can't manage, he can't referee Man United game because they're competing with us. Because that would mean he couldn't manage Brighton, he couldn't take Liverpool, he couldn't take Spurs. It would mean a Forest referee, you know, a Forest support referee, couldn't manage anyone in the bottom half because they're all within three or four points. It was just a stupid argument, and I was sort of I, I argued with a few Man United fans about how ridiculous it was and that I mean point by it was sort of maybe we should just start from the starting point that refs referee games with integrity and they're not corrupt uh, but then I sort of lost that argument a little bit um during the Spurs Brighton cuz you just can't understand I've yet to see a single person spurs fan or otherwise on twitter uh, the pundit anywhere who doesn't think that matoma foul is a penalty Everybody. So how are three of them in the video referees booth, however many there are, sitting there and just thinking, oh, I didn't need to look at that again. That, that's that's all right. Carry on. It was just, it's it's unbelievable. It's it's inexplicable. Um, I don't get it. And as you say, it's shocking. It's absolutely shocking for uh, for Brighton. And it's not the first time. They got an apology this morning, didn't they, from the referees association. And it happened earlier in the season where they had a goal disallowed. I think it was Estepinian. Scored and they put the line on the wrong player and disallowed the goal for offside when he wasn't offside. So that's twice now they've been done. Yeah. So potentially, you know, it's a six point swing this week, but also going back a bit further, they, they got done out to three points in another game. It's, it's just not good enough. But yeah, it's been uh, done the... everywhere else, hasn't it? Uh, we all know it's a charm of... uh I took the under 2.5, never really looked like winning. I mean, realistically, it should have yeah, been. Yeah, that's 2. fair enough. So...
0: Um, a few more of the ghosts are chirping up. Um uh Nick Morris, uh, Manchester United fan. Good evening. Um, yeah, the the thing that, that Michael Oliver one is weird because Michael Oliver sits about and I've not understood this, he sits about twenty seats along from me in my season ticket. He sits in the same row, uh 20 seats to the right, and the kids always like seeing him. We saw him at uh, Hillsborough past that Sheffield Wednesday games, you remember? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, he was away at not Wednesday that game he went to win the cup. So he is just a Newcastle supporter and when they score, he goes mental and you can, sometimes when there's a VAR decision, you can see him. Like other people are asking him, like 10 seats all around him, are asking, what's this process here? And he can point. he's going to do that, he's going to do that, he's going to give that. Um, and it is an odd one, but it's never been an issue before. I think part of the issue is, Baz, our Twitter account is now we've got a load of global football supporters on there then you everyone. Uh, Twitter's just to everyone's an idiot, and, and that includes us, like, so it's uh, not a big deal. Um, who, frankly, who else should uh, I
1: thankfully? Nick's in the chat, man united fan. He agrees that that riff argument was bollocks. Uh, so it was well, certainly after the game when Michael Oliver had his
0: usual rock solid game because he's very, very, very good.
1: Yeah, it's probably, um, you know, it's one or two fucking man united gobshites on Twitter, isn't it? People like Mark Goldridge, I don't even know if he was one of them arguing it. Uh, people like him who just fucking write nah, was that
0: Jay, Jay someone but yeah I mean the big enough ridiculous stupid Newcastle commenters coming back so it's one of those things um, yeah and Slick Rick's here as well good evening Rick uh, Rick owes a dollar into the pot because he's brought up baseball betting in the comments section which is a fine um we also brought up the Masters Baz you're sweating a little uh, oh, Brooks Kupka bet aren't
1: you I've got a fifty to one about Brooks Cup guy, yeah. So I've got a close Ooh. eye um on the on the markets at the moment. Uh, he's he's left the lead slip. Um, but he's still in the frame. So I'm gonna, yeah, once we get off this, that that's the rest of my night, sort of. I believe it's like
0: Sunday night or, or Augusta, and I've got back to back shoes, so I'm gonna have to sit here for three hours talking bollocks with the likes of you and Moon Um Wolves won Chelsea nil. I took the door, nearly cashed. Um I was on the right line, thinking Chelsea would still be shite. Good old Frank Lampard, uh, inspirational stuff, inspired them to continue being shite. Um, Baz, you took Chelsea. I have
1: no idea what you were thinking, Baz. I don't know. Um, <laughs> no. I, I, should have, I should have just went with the unders. I said it would be low scoring. <laughs> You're right, It probably be 1-0. I just took the 1-0 the wrong way. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, but I tell you what's so stupid, Malcolm. Is this fucking flip flopping of results from Wolves at home? Oh, you love this. Yeah, you were so straight every, onto this. Every time Wolves play at home, I'll say it to you they win, they lose, they win, they lose, they win, they lose, they win, they lose. This week it's going to be a win. And then I backed Chelsea. Um, the time before that, I said this time they're going to lose. Um, and I went the opposite and they lost. Uh, and it happens every time I bring up this form. So yeah, it's something now like 12, 13. 13, to you told me on Saturday. Uh, 13, yeah. The, the win-lose, 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 every home game for Wolves is now up to 13, that streak. Uh, and I think at least the last three, I've went the opposite way, just right. pointing out the streak. Uh, so what, what is the point in me bringing it up? Maybe somebody no. else follows the streak and it's all good. Uh, Automatic team right next time. Everybody on, and that's everybody. Wolves to lose the next home game is the play.
0: Uh, Southampton won Manchester City four. I took both teams to score back to a system play I've been using. That was all right. Southampton got one. So I was up with that at eleven to ten. Baz Manchester City team total over two and a half, which hit also at eleven to ten. So a couple of lovely picks.
1: Um Erland Harland's quite good, Baz, isn't he? He is, he's all right, isn't he? He could have had another hat trick, wouldn't he? Because he got taken off and about two minutes yeah. later he got a penalty. That would have been what, his sixth or seventh hat rake or something so far. Um but obviously, they wanted to bring him off and rest him ahead of a big game midweek. He'd just come back from injury. So, um, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, good, solid performance. As I said before, the weekend, Man City are just hitting that stride at the right time, scoring loads of goals again and looking like going on one of those runs that they've done in the past, which might see them reel Arsenal in, particularly today after that uh, that result for Arsenal.
0: Um, yeah, so Sunday's games, two matches today. Leeds won Palace five. This was weird. Um, I went to baseball yes. practice today. You
1: baseball, Malcolm, didn't
0: you? Uh, I went to Palace baseball practice. Either, could jumped in the van at about 20 past two. Just in time to hear Leeds take the lead. Little air punch. Bob like, what are you so happy for? So said, I'll pick that. Uh, no problem. Got home, made a cup of tea, sat down. Uh, Palace sprafted an equaliser right on half-time, which was a bit of a drawback. And then... T- by the time they would play 20 minutes of the second half, Crystal Palace were five on I have the first, my first two words next to this are fuck knows. So I don't know. I can't explain what happened. But um, you took both teams to score, but then as your dog, remarkably, you put up Crystal Palace.
1: Yep. So I got it. I nailed it. I hit the both to score early. In the first, well, late in the first half. Sorry, um, but I thought Palace were a good price. I just fancied them to to get to leads. Uh, as I said at the time, it was a bit of a hunch, um, but I think what you said is there are only two possible outcomes in this game, and that's <laughs> win or draw, um, and I wasn't having it. Um, so yeah, that was one of my, my successes, my underdog of the week. That's two weeks now. We had um, Villa against Chelsea last week, it was the underdog play, and this week... Um, Coming in good with, with Palace to beat Leeds. It's All really, somebody had you know, to do was um, double up West Ham and Palace, Baz. The two
0: teams that couldn't uh, possibly win, uh, yeah. and it's money in the bank. And then finally, great game uh, this afternoon. Liverpool two, Arsenal two. Um, I took Arsenal, so I mean I can claim the win, Baz, because we got paid out on three six five, being in two goals ahead. Uh, but I suppose technically it's a X next to my name. You took the Arsenal team total over one and a half, so cash that. Arsenal were absolutely cruising 2-0 and utter control. And then there's an injury-time goal in the first half. And then the second half was just utter madness. Um, we can get to that Robertson thing in a minute, but it was just a really good game. Mo Salah missed another penalty um, and then Liverpool equalised near the end. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see how Arsenal bounced back from this one because that's the first time uh, they've slipped up in ages. And just given Manchester City Another little hope of getting back in there. But uh, it was a great game, this one, Baz. It was just a good game of football, like, regardless.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's essentially back in Man City's hands now, isn't it? If they win the game and hand, if they beat Arsenal, the goal difference is better and they'd be, be favourites again at that point. But still a lot to play for. It makes it interesting for the neutrals, for the, the running, but it was a really, really good game. Um, I said the same, 20 minutes in at 2-0. I said Liverpool could be in for a batter in here because they look poor, um, they, they look nervous, they just they were like, um, and I'm pleased. There was somebody I was going to mention, Slick Rick in the chat just mentioned Arsenal and the shithousery because, as we know, we, we we got a bit of a up on it because Arteta went mad about Newcastle shithousery when we got a nil nil at the Emirates, uh, at the Emirates, yeah. And then today, he's right that all the time wasting was on them all second half, and it's what everybody does, they all do it. Uh, Arteta made a big deal against us, and then he came a cropper with it today. Um, but an entertaining game. Second half could have went, been anything. I mean, that last two or three minutes in the play, uh, Ramsdale makes two big saves. Konaté fluffs one, and then they go up the other end. You think Arsenal were going to nick it with the last kick of the game? Really, really exciting, exciting game. Um, I mean, for me, it was easy cashed after twenty minutes. Uh, I took the Arsenal over one point five goals. And it was, I sort of handicapped it right because I said I thought Arsenal were a good price, but I preferred to have the the sort of 2-2 two, two on my side. I've yeah. said it specifically, I've said it in a few games lately, teams that I fancy to win, I've done it with Newcastle, um, taking that. And and the same it was the same thing, I took Newcastle team goals instead of Newcastle winning. And it means Newcastle 2-1 up yesterday late on and Brentford are getting chances... There's no jeopardy for me. Uh, the 2-2's right in play and I don't need to worry about it. And it worked out perfectly. It doesn't always. I mean, you can get done with a 1-0. Uh, but I fancied Arsenal the win, but I thought the team goals was a better play and it, and it worked out on this occasion. 20 minutes in, I'm happy. Um, so, yeah, re- really good game uh, and good for me from a winning point of view because it was also the final one of my treble. I took Newcastle over 1.5, Man City over 2.5 and Arsenal over 1.5. Uh, I know Slick Rick was in the chat last week and said he liked the team goals bet, so I hope he got on it. Um, but yeah, that paid out to over 7-1, I think it was plus 7.50, 13. Uh, yeah, that's right. In the end. Really, really good uh, good win there. So that was basically this week, hit the lock, the dog, the treble and the scorer. Uh, that was to go with sort of six out of ten sort of players on the games. Um smashing week, so all of the exciting stuff at the end of the show. If anyone made it to the last five minutes of the show, that was where all <laughs> the gold was to be found.
0: Uh, yeah, well done, Baz. Great effort. Um, so, yeah, just to mention that the Robertson thing with the line because Robertson was being an arse. Um, the half-time whistle goes, he goes across to continue being an arse with the lino. And I think he puts his hands on him, and the lineup clearly just tries to shrug him off. But then... Like, catch it. And that's it. That's it. There's nothing in it. Right. Robertson starts. You can see him. You can see him saying, he's elbowed me in the face. Will he ha- Like, why is not Robertson just walked off? Because he hasn't elbowed you. With- it hasn't hurt. Like, he hasn't done it on purpose. Why is Robertson trying to make a thing of it? And then right here, it's half time. Who normally, I think, is a tit. Because he's just, just saying things about our team. Um But just got stuck in. I don't think he thought about the end of the sentence when he started the sentence because he just said, well, you know that thing about Robertson? And then Keane just flipped. He got into it. And do you know the thing? He's a big baby. I've watched him for years. He's a big baby. And it was just really, really funny. Um, And then you you go to Twitter and you see the complete and utter disparate views of uh, someone like Curtis Woodhouse. He used to be a footballer, pro boxer. Um, saying that the linesman should be banned forever and sent to prison and then you've got other people thinking there's just nothing in there's absolutely clearly by the way nothing in it like and it's just absolutely brilliant like so yeah so Uh, Nick's
1: just mentioned the uh, the odds for the title race now Uh, so I've just brought them up Man City have gone favourites now four to five with Arsenal available and even money so where's your money going there Malcolm Uh, well we're going to beat
0: Arsenal so Manchester
1: City yeah, I mean, that makes sense, doesn't it? I, I think Man yes. City now, I just think... I mean, they've got the momentum. Arsenal get back to winning ways. I don't think today was an absolute disaster for them. Um, but, it, yeah, it does. Change Arsenal, as you say, have got to come to St James's Park as well as the Etihad. Two big games there. Uh, they've also got Brighton away. It could be a, a tricky one for them. Man City, I think, they have got the better run in. Um but yeah, interesting. Tight as anything now, but yeah, Man City have gone favourite. Newcastle third favourites, just in case you're wondering, Malcolm. Seven hundred
0: and fifty one. <laughs> what 150 750. Seven and fifty. I've got them at thirty three spars. I've got a five or a thirty threes. What are you sitting in with? Um so, yes, that we've spent far too long, Vaz, talking about all that stuff here. I haven't made any picks. Uh, serial for is particularly itching to get onto the Champions League stuff uh, right in his wheelhouse, that is. I'll tell you first about Underdog Fantasy. Uh, Underdog Fantasy is a great place to get down on fantasy and player props all year long. Uh, Underdog Fantasy has your favourite NBA, NHL and MLB daily games because they're already doing best ball drafts for the 2023 NFL season. Head to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Before we get to the um, Champions League games, there's a huge game in the National League tomorrow, Buzz, um, which we're going to just have a very cursory look at. Um, it is uh, Wrexham against Knox County. Um what time kickoffs are three o'clock kickoff? Um, I think it's on the telly somewhere. Um, but yeah, these two teams you'll be you'll be aware of uh, Rexham probably from the Netflix documentary and the two actors whose names I can't remember Ryan Reynolds. Is that right, Rob? Ryan Reynolds and Rob McAllen. Yeah, um, both of these teams now on 100 points. Um, they have both scored the exact same amount of goals. They've both scored 106 goals. Um, but Notts County have played one game more than Wrexham. So Notts County have got four games left. Wrexham have got five games left. So it's been a, and it's, a, it's, it's quite a big game because a lot of the country you're looking at it, it's kind of a contrasting, uh, uh, a lot of people don't really want Wrexham to succeed because they've had all the money. They've got the manager on 7000 pounds a week. In this National League, it's a very it's it's not a very low level. I mean, it's the fifth tier of professional football, but still, uh Nott's County have done it on a shoestring budget compared to Wrexham. So this is a just a huge clash, sort of David, David and Goliath, uh, both famous old football clubs as well. Um, but they play each other tomorrow, and I'll give you the odds. And Baz, you've just had a little look, although it was a fairly straightforward. Uh, advice you've got. Wrexham are six to four at home. The door's five to two. And Notts County are 13 to eight. So a tiny bit bigger. So the books can't split them. Um, Baz, what, what did you want to tell us about this?
1: Yeah, so it's a big game around here. Obviously, I'm living down in Nottinghamshire these days. Um, so it's a bank holiday. Everyone's off work tomorrow, which is why we've got three three o'clock games on a, on a Monday Um and I know what it's like the local football club round here. Just put a message out tonight telling everyone the club's open at two o'clock for the game and all that. So there's a lot of interest around here. Um, but yeah, I, I looked at it because th- the two games that are two teams that are full of goals aren't they at the moment? Yeah. Um, so it was the goals angle and whether there's a potential for a bit of a ladder ladder here. Um, and the over two point five is only four to five, which I think's all right. I mean, you look at the scoring record for these two teams. As you say, they've both scored hundred and six. Um, so, they're averaging what, 2.5 goals a game themselves, you know, before you even look at what they've conceded. Um, Not County, last three games, 3-0, 2-0, 4-0. Um, so, scoring plenty, keeping clean sheets there, but they're then coming up against Wrexham, who are, who are goal-crazy, so... Um, i wouldn't say north county keeping a clean sheet but they can definitely score plenty they've had a couple of 3-1s recently 4-0s four 4-1s four have come up often enough So plenty of goals in the forest uh, the county games and similar story with Wrexham. Uh, they got beat 3-1 the other day which is what's made this game so much more interesting because Wrexham. yeah had it all they in lost their to
0: halifax hands. didn't they
1: um had it all in their own hands and went and blew it against halifax on saturday 3-1 the last three games for them 3-1 5-1 3-0 Uh, They've got 4-0s, 2-2s, 3-1s, 4-3s All all the form for both teams is full of goals Um, And over 2.5 4-5, I'll take that and I'm going to ladder it up I'm going to have a little bit of a ladder 2-1 for over 3.5 goals 5-1 for over 4.5 And 12-1 for over 5.5 Let's have a bit of 3pm fun I'll go around the local football club, sit with some Notts County fans and cheer on loads of goals. And we get a three all draw out of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, something like that. yeah Slick Rick saying that um
0: you'd like whoever finishes second really should go up through the playoffs. But that's just not how the playoffs work, unfortunately. They're always uh, it's, uh, it's,
1: it's a hard playoff as well in the nationally. Sixteen playoff, isn't it? Second and third get um a bye. Um fourth down to Eighth or whatever it is, that then come in uh, single leg playoffs as well in the national league. It is a really really neither of these teams want to take their chances in the playoff. Notts County have got done there a couple of times, um, so yeah. For me, I'm hoping Notts County do it just for bit of uh, the, the locals. So, right, yeah. okay. We've, uh, we've name in the chat there as well. Lee, Lee Miller. He agrees with me. The playoffs are a lottery, particularly in that national league. are yeah. Uh, welcome, Lee. Nice to nice to have you in there. Um, we
0: we titled this show as Champions League picks. And 30, <laughs> 38 minutes in, we haven't even made one, right? Champions League quarterfinals, Tuesday night, eight pm kickoff, three pm Eastern time. Benfica versus Inter Milan. Benfica are eleven to ten plus one ten. The draw is twenty three to ten plus two thirty. Inter are thirteen to five plus two sixty. Uh, in the last round, we watched and bet on Benfica as they smashed up Bruce 7-1 on aggregate. Uh, the seven points clear in their league, well, what is quite hard to assist. There's a lack of competition in there. The home record's good. Um, they did lose at home to Porto on Friday night. They also failed to beat Sport in Lisbon at home. Um, in, I'm so looking for games here that were suitable, comparison games, sort of Champions League level teams. They're attacking. They play on the front foot. They average 3.07 goals at home. Again, a lot of that will be 5-0 wins against teams like Estoril and uh, people like that. Um, In the group stages, they conceded at home against PSG. Uh, They conceded three at home to the event. The only clean sheet they've kept was against uh, Maccabi Haifa. Um, Obviously, a a lower-level team there. Inter came out of the tough group with Munich um, and knocked out Barcelona. Um, And actually we get quite a nice comparison here because in the last 16, uh, they played Porto from the, from the same league, obviously as Benfica uh, eked out a one nil aggregate win in that one. Uh, The fifth in Syria in a tight race for champion league qualification. Their away form however, is not very inspiring at all. They've won five out of 14 in the league. Um, and recently, they've won one um, at Salernitana, a 2-1 defeat at Spezia, a 1-0 defeat at Bologna, and a 0-0 at Sampdoria, who were bottom of the league. Um, I think Benfica are worth a pop here. They're going to have a go as well. Benfica know this is their best chance to get amongst it. And I do think Inter might even be happy to lose 1-0. I think Inter will be pretty pragmatic here. Um, so I'm going to take Benfica to win this game at 11-10. to 10. I think. I think they can take a lead uh, back to Milan for the second leg. Uh Bas. so give me Benfica uh, 11 to 10 plus 110 on the money line.
1: Yeah, so I mean you've covered a lot of what I was going to say as you say they're, they're currently at the top ahead of Porto. Um obviously Porto beat them in the weekend. I don't know. I didn't look at the lineup. I don't know how 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 strong a team Benfica put out or whether they did maybe rest some with this game in mind because I mean, it didn't really affect them much. They're, they're still seven points clear at the top of the league. Um, prior to that, they were on an eight-game winning streak and, and the cruise passed Bruges, didn't they? 7-1 on aggregate. And after the, wrote the same intercommit, they it in poor form, just one win in eight in all competitions. And I thought they were quite fortunate to scrape past Porto. We were on Porto last time round um, and they had chance after chance late in that second leg uh, just couldn't get the goal. Um, I think... So Inter got past Porto, but I think Benfica are a better side than Porto. They'll cause more attack and threat to Inter. Um, and Inter are in worse form now than they were when they come up against Porto in the last round. Um, I agree with you. I think Benfica to win the home leg is a solid player, 11-10. to 10. Um, The only thing I am mindful of is, is Inter's defensive record is, is decent. Um, so only one win in the last eight, but in that time, only one side has scored more than twice against them. Um, so the Unders could be another play uh, I could see Benfica coming out winning this 1-0 or 2-0 uh, but Unders is a little bit short 4-6 so I'll stick with the same play as you Team Ride Benfica to win this 11-10 to on the money line
0: OK Team Ride on Benfica then good start Baz like it uh, the second game on Tuesday same time kick off uh, Manchester City against Bayern Munich Manchester City 13-18 to one thirty eight. the draws 3-1 to Bayern Munich are 7-2 uh, underdogs plus 3.50 Baz um, hard one this what have
1: you got? It is a hard one but it's always going to be at this stage isn't it? I think um, just before I mentioned that I, I Serial had mentioned in the chat about our futures show we talked about the Champions League and we did put up Benfica didn't we as, um, as little underdogs in that side of the draw with it being the easier side with Inter and AC Milan in there although Napoli ob- the obvious favourites in that part of the draw um, Serial mentioned that we put up you know, Benfica previously as, as underdogs to get through to the final, so uh, that that also plays in you know to our, our picks there. Uh, but Man City v Bayern, I think Man City will obviously be uh, hugely boosted by today's results. Now back right in the frame, and as we said, favourites for the league now. Um, but more importantly, their recent form: eight wins in a row now. So twenty-one goals in the last four games alone. Um, Firing again, had Haaland missing for a couple of games. Um, he comes back, strolls in, grabs a couple, gets subbed. That's it, job done. He'll be back in, well-rested. Um, and we'll see how he goes. I mean, it's a sort of game at this stage where City have fallen in the past, isn't it? Um, and there is no real result in this tie. That would come as a huge shock. Um, there's no doubt Bayern have got the capability to get past Man City here. Um, but in the home leg, I, I think Man City will get the job done and put one leg in the semi-final. Um, Bayern beat Freiburg at the weekend, 1-0. Um, prior to that, they hadn't had a clean sheet in four games. They've conceded nine goals in the last four games before the weekend. Um, they're going to need to be tighter than that against this City side who are now firing on all cylinders. Although I, I think it's a little short price, I'm just going to take City on the money line. It's 8-11. to Um I'm still totally undecided as to it's a hard tie across the two legs, uh, but I feel confident enough to take City to win this first leg, um, given their current form and particularly their home form this season.
0: Okay, so City
1: on the money line for Buzz. Um,
0: the more I looked at my pick here, Buzz, the more I quite liked it. I'm I'm not saying it it's going to be cagey, but I do think they'll both be a little bit circumspect. Um, going back to the last round, of what I watched. Um, Munich against PSG in the two games finished 2-0 and 1-0 um, Manchester City's first leg finished 1-1 in Leipzig before they humped them in the second leg did I think Leipzig get a man sent off or did something terrible happen quite early on anyway they smashed the daylight out of them so we got three out of four there at under two and a half goals um, you've just said Munich won 1-0 at the weekend Man City have been humping teams but Southampton um teams like that you know so um, at the under two and a half for me is far too big uh, a price of plus 130 13 to 10 um, so yeah I think uh, I think it's going to be a little bit tighter uh, than people are giving this credit for everyone's going to have this down as a three all draw and I think we can see something different so I'm going to say at the under two and a half goals uh, plus 130 and we move on to Wednesday um, again 8pm kick 3pm Eastern time and the first game is an all-Italian clash between AC Milan and Napoli. AC Milan are nineteen to ten, plus one ninety. The draw is sixteen to five, plus two twenty. And Napoli are the road favorites, fourteen to nine, plus one fifty five. I mean, I was quite happy to handicap this like a like a Serie A game here, like a league game. Napoli are twenty two points clear of Milan. Um, however, um, on April the second, which was the day of the Man United game, Baz, when we humped Man United, Napoli nil, Milan 4 was the score. And you know what I'm going to say? Look, he's already started laughing. I'll tell you why, because we were in the pub and we were all in very high spirits, and we were also full of beer. And you told me, um, because I wouldn't go it I did quite a few things of that Man United match, and not I Baz? I had the two-nil correct score and everything. Uh, and you told me to back Napoli team goals or handicap or oh, all kinds of things. So I did, I emptied the clip. Um, in, a, in a beer-fueled haze and then watched my phone alerts go off every time AC Milan scored and I became increasingly angry with you. So that was the end of that. Um, they've had, won 13 of their 15 away games. Uh, that was their only defeat. So I'll tell you what, I can jinx fucking better teams than uh, Crystal Palace in West Ham. Um, Milan, since then, they've played better better. It was a 0-0 home draw with Empoli so yeah I'm happy to view that result as an outlier I'm just going to bet the better team here Bas and it's not even really close I'll take Napoli at 14-9 to plus 155 please
1: yeah I was just laughing at how you managed to in a review of AC Milan v Napoli managed to shoehorn <laughs> in Newcastle <laughs> have that, yeah uh, <laughs> Well, there's a will, there's a way. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I've wrote the same. It became a little bit more interesting, this one. When the draw was made, it, it looked as straightforward, Napoli cruising through to the semi-finals. Uh, but yeah, Milan winning that 4-0 last week. Um, and in fact, you know, it was only the second defeat in 12 games for Napoli. They won the other 10. Um, I mean, it's a result that did little damage to Napoli in terms of the league. They're 16 points clear at the top still, um, but definitely will be a bit of a boost for Milan coming into this. Um But the are currently sitting in fourth. They're just clinging on to the Champions League spot at the moment. That win over Napoli is the only win for them in the last six. Um, They got here by a 1 0 aggregate win over Spurs. Big deal. Spurs aren't very good either. Uh, Napoli were comprehensive 5 0 winners over Frankfurt. Um, I wrote the only, the the big sort of caveat here is is the big unknown of of the fitness of Victor Ussimen. For Napoli, who is the talisman, the main man, for, you know, on the goal scoring in front for them, he's missed the last two. He missed that defeat in Milan and the win at the weekend. Um, from what I've seen, they are the Italian media currently reporting that they don't think he will start. Um, so it's likely to be Raspadori as the uh, sort of front man for them. Uh, I think it's probably been factored into some of the pricing a bit. I think if Osiman's fit. Uh, uh, Napoli would probably be shorter, closer to uh, sort of eleven to ten, five to four maybe. And I think the same about the goals market. I think um, over two point five goals is is decent price, probably because he's expected to miss out. But I think uh, the over two point five has hit the last four games for Napoli uh, and the last two for AC Milan, and I just think it's a pre- priced a little bit high, probably based on the fact he's he's likely to miss out. But it's six to five. I'm going to take a chance. I mean, we had a 4-0 in the same fixture just a week ago. Uh, so, at 6-5, to I'm going to take a bit of a punt here on over two and a half goals. Uh, I do like Napoli. I think Napoli will win. Uh, AC Milan might get on the score sheet. Napoli win this 2-1, 3-1, something like that. So, I'll take the over 2.5 at
0: 6-5. to OK, and the final of these four games is Real Madrid against Chelsea. Real Madrid 7-10. to Minus 142. The door's 11 to 4, plus 275. Chelsea are out there at 4 to 1. Uh, Baza, are you taking Chelsea again this week?
1: No. 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 Um, it's hard. D- definitely not. i can start with that. I um, don't know what to make of Real Madrid's form at the moment. They're a bit all over the place. They were comprehensive winners, obviously, in the last round uh, against Liverpool. They hammered Barcelona 4 0 last week in the Copa del Rey. Uh, having lost to them two weeks earlier in the league. So that didn't really tell us much. Um, they also lost last night, 3-2 to Villarreal. Uh, they were ahead early on and, and lost that one. Uh, though they did rest a few, probably with one eye on this game. Uh, there was definitely a few, Modric, Camavinga, a few others who didn't start last night. Um, I mean, Chelsea's form easier to work out, isn't it? It's poor. Uh, no win in four. They haven't scored in the last three. Um, And although they did well to overcome Dortmund last time out, I I don't give them a chance in this first leg in particular. Um, They've struggled to score against some poor teams lately. I mean, Wolves kept a clean sheet against Chelsea. Fulham, Southampton, um, slightly less poor teams. Villa and Liverpool also kept clean sheets against them. I mean, Real Madrid kept a clean sheet in the away leg but and their home leg, sorry, against Liverpool, managed to keep Liverpool's attack quiet in the Bernabeu last time. And against a misfire and Chelsea team who are struggling to score, I can definitely see Real Madrid getting another clean sheet here. And if they do that, then they're a great chance to to win the game. And I think Real are a bigger price than I expected them to be for this first leg. Seven to ten for Real to win. Definitely appeals. Um I mean Ancelotti just gets the job done in these games, doesn't he? These I would said when we reviewed the, the sort of long-term after the Champions League draw, Real Madrid are, are worth a punt, despite being in that hard side of the draw. You can never write them off against anyone. Um, I think this would be a fairly comfortable win for Madrid. Take the pressure off them going into the away leg. Madrid at 7-10 to 10 appeals, but I'm going to go for Madrid to score two or more goals here. It's a slightly bigger price, 4-5. to five. Uh, So Madrid over 1.5 team goals at 4-5 to five is a play for me in this one
0: two total four to five. Write that down. Yeah, really hard for me this one, and I feel like I've with the point every time. And, and this a lot of this hinges for me on what weird Chelsea turn up, whether it's going to be that um, self motivating thing that happens all the time uh, when they get to a decent game because. The two best performances Chelsea have put in in the last four months were in the last round of this competition. And I think they were the better team um, in both games. They lost away at Dortmund, didn't they? Um, But actually acquitted themselves really, really well and then turned them over at home and battered them. Um, And I'm just constantly getting Chelsea wrong because I'm handicapping on the Premier League form and they just go and decide they want to go and do it. Um, I don't think Frank Lampard is in any way going to help or detract in fact from this the players will just go and do what they want uh, regardless so yeah Madrid um, aren't great to be honest but it, I don't know all I got here Baz was, was <laughs> tied myself up in knots with this one I talked myself into Chelsea scoring a goal is what happened I think they can score a goal That's a, I went a right long way around the houses there to say I think Chelsea can score a goal Um and I think Madrid will also score a goal, Baz. So, okay. can you work out what the bet's going to be? I'm thinking
1: you're going to take both teams
0: to score. It's possibly. both teams to score, yeah. Baz. You've got it. Uh, well worked out. Uh, both teams to score. It's a price of minus 105. Like, um, and Chelsea could have easily scored a couple of Dortmund. Could have been, well, they did score a couple at home as well. And they just do this all the time. If I'm wrong, um, then I'll be quite happy to be wrong because it means they'll get home too. So. Um Madrid have only not, kept two clean sheets in, in the uh, last six games as well. So, a
1: yeah, lot in the chat about this one. Uh, Slick Rick says Chelsea uh, can't say anything but a loss for them. Mortal um, Lee Miller's got Real to win. Slick Rick fancies Real to win a nil plus one seventy. Good to see lots of people putting their picks out there, putting their a uh, neck on the line.
0: Yeah, I mean, not many people in the chat agreeing with me, which is probably very, yeah. very sensible. <laughs> Uh, Thursday night, there's uh, the Europa League quarterfinals We've got four games, but we're only uh, we're only going to look at one. This is uh, this is your time to shine, Nick. Tell us what's going to happen. Uh, the game is uh, an eight o'clock kickoff, three p.m. Eastern time, which is Manchester United against Sevilla. Uh, Man United are two to five, minus two fifty. The draws at seven two, plus three fifty, and Sevilla are at eight to one. Um, this was a little bit like handicapping Man United v Wolves or indeed Man United v Everton, a game that we've just seen at the weekend. And we've got a very similar comp in the last round where Manchester United took on Real Betis and beat them 4-1 at home. Uh, what happens away from home? I can't remember. They beat... Did Was it a draw? Ooh, I can't hear. Anyway, yeah, yeah, we should know. Um, I still don't want to back my new in any way they're, they're too short minus 250 I thought they did play well at the weekend um, in the first half against Everton I thought Everton's tactics helped them out a lot as well but um, Rashford came off um, with a little hamstring I do believe but that'll only help them because he's rubbish uh, Sevilla aren't very good however this is part of the issue uh, they've won 3 out of 14 unfortunately uh, they beat 9-2 over in Fenerbahce comfortably Uh, They did drop out with the Champions League, which is what they're doing in this competition. Um, In the Champions League group, they lost 4-1 and 3-0 to Manchester City. They lost 4-1 to Dortmund. And although Man United aren't in the same class as those two, that's the kind of problem Sevilla are going to have, I think, taking on um, a a better class of opposition. So this was hard. I had to cobble together a bet here because I think Manchester United will win. But I don't think they're in a position really to hammer anybody I'm going to take Manchester United and under four goals Um, you can bet build them two together that's at a price of plus 110 it's going to be something like 2-0 or 2-1 Manchester United so man you to win and the under four goals bars at plus 110 11-10 please yeah so I found this a hard one
1: really difficult I mean, obviously, they got back to winning ways yesterday. Man United, and their home form is is always reliable. I think at the moment, um, but like you, I, th- I think that they are very short. Like um, I said before, I think Man United will fancy themselves to win this tournament. I think they'll have a proper go at it. I was never convinced Arsenal would. I, I, I said I thought Sporting might do Arsenal in the last round, just because Arsenal have got bigger fish to fry. Um, I think Mani will get the job done here over two legs. Severe on having a great season. Um, and they'll probably need to get a result here at Old Trafford and, and, and should do so. Casemiro will be back in the mix, won't he? Um, I mean, Martial is is getting back to fitness, which has got to be a slightly better option than playing Weghorst. Uh He was finally dropped to the bench yesterday, so that might be a bonus for Man United. Um, Sevilla currently sitting down thirteenth in La Liga, so they're not threatening the European places. So, so this actually only re- represents their only chance of getting back into Europe next season. And they've got good pedigree in this competition over the years, didn't they? They kept winning it over and over again. Well,
0: whilst- yeah, they did. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Slick Rick's pointed that out. That it is a they
1: are sort yes, of hard to I mean,
0: this competition. Them,
1: fancies them at eight one here, and, and and as I say, they they have got pedigree in this tournament. It's it, historically done very well, and. Um, I'm sure they beat, did they beat Man United in a final of this not long ago. I've got knows. a feeling they did. Somebody will probably tell us if that's true. Um, I think Sevilla so will uh, want to come here and just keep things tight, give themselves a chance in the second leg. Uh, I just found it a really hard game to pick. Man, you are too short at 2-5. to five. Um, I don't mind what you've done, sort of tagging on and under 3.5 or something like that. That would work for me. Uh, but, yeah, I said the same. Much like the Everton game at the weekend, I don't feel hugely comfortable back in Man United in handicaps or team goals at the moment because they're just not scoring as many goals as they they should be Um, so the play for me here is under 2.5 goals, so you can have your 1-0 or your 2-0 and we'll both cash it Uh, so yeah, I'll just take Sevilla to keep it low scoring Man United probably win this 1-0 or 2-0 I've got down, um, and the Unders has hit 5 of the last 6 Man United games and 4 of the last 6 for Sevilla so even money plus one hundred. Under two point five goals have to pick for me in
0: this one. That's fair enough, Baz. Um, and that, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, has got us to the end of the show. We've just about cracked it tight, our Baz. Uh, waffled on probably too much, but it was a fun weekend of Premier League action to waffle on about. Um, anything else you want to tell the people around before you go and
1: sweat the rest of your Brooks Cup bit? Yeah, he's falling behind now, and he? he's going to. A- yeah. Let me down, the bastard. Um, <laughs> no, we've got no. Uh, we haven't. We haven't bothered with uh, Paulie as scorer as underdogs this week because it's a bit slim pickings in terms of the number of games. Um, so nothing there. We've got uh, so. Well, we've had some good interaction in the YouTube chat tonight. Uh, so yeah, keep coming back, keep commenting, tell your friends, get them involved, um, and keep re- liking, rating, reviewing. Uh, more thumbs up on the YouTubes and all that lot, but otherwise, that's about it from me. Go and go and watch the golf for a bit,
0: okay? Cheers, Paz. Uh, if you're remotely interested in the baseball, uh, that's a dollar fine for me, but you can join us in 23 minutes. We're Moonaf and D will uh, take apart Easter Monday's baseball games as well. I've been in decent form, even though Barry and Moonaf were piping each other off on Twitter yesterday, but uh, we won't mention that. Um Thanks, everyone, for getting involved. We very much enjoy it and appreciate it. Any new listeners, do what Baz just told you to do. Um, We'll be back on Thursday night to get stuck into the Premier League again and hopefully keep our hot run going. Uh, But until then, uh, thanks, everyone. Good luck with your bets. And we'll see you down the road, cheers.